Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hi, this is Yvonne Allen, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old Allison Dalton, who went missing from Strasburg, Virginia, on July 27, 1998. Allison Dalton is Caucasian. She has blue eyes and brown hair. Please check out her picture on ourfuturesmissing.com, as she would look like at 12 years old. She was last seen on July 1998 at 7.50 a.m. She was abducted from the scene of a homicide at 175 South Charles Street, apartment B8, Strasburg, Virginia. She is considered lost and possibly injured. If you know of Allison Dalton's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Allison Dalton, please click on the link on the Voice America page homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you and a welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose and we're going to be having a very special guest today. His name is Coco Black and he's actually a fashion designer and of course fashion personality. So that's always fun. We've had only a few on our show so it's really nice to have another one on. So how are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous Maddie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. But um, first of all, I want to get to know more about yourself and what you're doing. So why don't you start out by telling me about some of the people that you work with and what are some of your current projects? Okay. Well, um, I live here in Hollywood and I've been here for about five years. And um, one of, well, actually my first job here in Hollywood was working with The Rock. Um, I was assisting um, <clears throat> a really good friend of mine that hired me on for the project. Her name was Carmen Thompson. And we did the finale number for the Kids' Choice Awards. And um, I, he had this whole big production with him and his, like, these Polynesian outfits. And I grew up, because I'm part Polynesian. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came to me and she's like, I need these costumes made and I know you know how to do them. And so she hired me and this was, like, my first, my actually first paid gig here in Hollywood was working with The Rock and designing these costumes. And... Um, we were backstage. A really, side note, a really cool um, experience happened. Is like I'm like hanging up these these grass skirts and like, you know, putting all these crystals on these things. And uh, Nicole Scherzinger walks by, and she's from Hawaii. Mm. And then she's like, "Oh my gosh, these are fabulous! Where'd you like? Where'd you get them?" I'm like, "Oh, like, um, I made them." It was kind of like really humbling. She's like, "This is amazing! I want one." So that was my first gig here in Hollywood. And some of the other artists that I've um, worked that I've been um, blessed to work with. It's um, Jamie Foxx, um, Far East Movement. Um, I worked on a few shows, like um, assisted on um, American Idol, mm-hmm. um, So You Think You Can Dance, America's Best Dance Crew. Um, but my main client that I have right now is um, Red Foo from LMFAO. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys know him from, like, Sexy and I Know It and Party yeah. Rock Anthem. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's who I currently work with right now. Awesome. So really it just started from kind of that first gig and then fashion has always kind of been an interest of yours, huh? Yeah, most definitely. And it just kind of, it was kind of weird because like I've been, um, I was living in LA for about a year before it actually like took off. And normally it, it, I mean, there's, there's a lot of designers and stylists, like there are a dime a dozen here in uh, in L.A., but once you get your, your niche and people see, like, your talent, your, you know, potential, then they just want to take it and run with it, and that's what Red Fu did with me, you know, like, a few years back. And he's just like, he, he pretty much had the same style as me, like, crazy colors and animal prints, and we just kind of vibe really well, and, and he's just like, he's like, let's do it, let's work together, let's see, let's make magic. So I'm like, all right. Let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And has fashion always been a passion of yours, or really did it just come out of that one gig, and then you kind of found out, hey, I'm good at this, and people seem to like it? You know, fashion has probably always been a part of me ever since I was a little kid. And um, I used to collect these like comic book cards, Marvel and DC, and I used to re-sketch a lot of the different um, costumes that you'd see on, like, Wolverine or Phoenix 
and um, I would like sketch them out. But then I would also make other costumes for them. So as a very at, at a very young age, I'd always been into fashion, but never really jumped into it um, till I was probably about twenty five, twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came it came at the later part of. Um, it came at the, the later part of, of my career because I was working like with the airlines and it wasn't something that I wanted to do and I was just still trying to find myself and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go for it and just move out here to Hollywood and just kind of like live like the Hollywood dream. So it just, yeah, fell in my lap and definitely very blessed. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a very crazy um, whirlwind of um, a few years in the industry. So it's been fun. That's great. Well, of course, it's it seemed to work out pretty well for you. So, you know, everything happens for a reason, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, has anybody else in your family ever pursued a career in fashion or kind of was this just like a one-time thing and they kind of saw that you were really good at this and it was kind of your thing? You know, no one in my family has kind of pursued a career in fashion, but mm-hmm. growing up, I always sat next to my grandma when she would sew. And we grew up in a Polynesian, I grew up, my family is from, um, from Tonga in the South Pacific, so we come from a Polynesian background, and my mm-hmm. um, grandma, she would always sew our, our um, costumes, our Hawaiian costumes, and because we would perform at family functions and birthdays and things like that. So we would do, we'd have like luau's with like the roast pig and stuff like that. And stuff that you see like in Hawaii and like on like Lilo and Stitch, like that kind of, that <laughs> yeah. kind of <laughs> situation, <laughs> grass skirts and everything. Um, and so I would sit by her and, and I would watch her sew these costumes and, and braid these like coconut hairs to make our grass skirts and all this stuff. And I was just so fascinated by it. And I think that's where I kind of got my, my little creepy, creativity from you know my little like kind of um costume fashion background was from my grandma because i i grew up you know always watching her and always like you know over her shoulders like oh what are you doing now or what are you doing this and that and i think that's where it came from yeah definitely that's great and now that you've kind of you know of course established yourself in the industry and you've created quite a few pieces how would you describe overall the pieces that you design like what's the style of it Oh goodness! <laughs> um, I think well, with working with um, with LMFAO for for so long and working with them to create this brand and this image with like electro pop music, um, electro dance, um, we kind of went through. We kind of like um, grasped the soul like color palette, which is like the fuchsias, the orange, the the aquas, purples and yellows and we kind of like integrated like this this animal print to it you know because it's something that mm-hmm. we always wore and uh, i think it's just kind of like oh wow it's just really like electro animal kind of crazy vibe that we're always going with so i mean i don't know how to kind of like categorize it or say yeah. it but that's just pretty much what it is yeah kind of like a rave kind of a scene so yeah all right. Well, cool. I think that's very fun. And of course, I'm sure it's eye-catching as well. <laughs> yeah. And has there been a favorite item or piece that you've been able to create? Uh, I think one of the most probably iconic pieces that I have made that I see every Halloween for the past few years, mm-hmm. <laughs> are probably the blue iridescent speedos that I made for Red Foo for um, Sexy and I Know It. Yeah. And also the biker shorts. Those are pretty iconic. So I see that every time we're at, like, you know, an event, there's always someone wearing these, like, crazy blue animal print speedos. Or, yeah, I think those are probably the, the ones that kind of, I think that's the winner. That's the winner piece. <laughs> All right. And um, also, where do you find your inspiration for your pieces? Is, is it kind of through your personality or, you know, the performer's personality? Or where do you come up with it? Well, when I'm working with Red Foo, it's pretty much a collaboration. So um, he'll, um, I, I know in the early part of um, our career when, we're, when we were making the the music and I was in the studio with him, we would like, I'd listen to the tracks and, and he'd stop the track like mid, um, 
mid mid um mid party and be like he's like Coco he's like I have this vision I want this and I want that I want this color and I want these animal prints and like the zebra to come across like this and then I'm like okay so I would I would I'd start sketching for him I mean he put his headphones back on and start you know like recording like laying down vocals and stuff like that so it would mostly be kind of like a collaboration between both of us but I think the, a lot of the inspiration comes from the music I think that's what it is it's from the music and he always wants the the line and the collection to be really youthful because that's his like target audience is like the kids and the youth and like with him he always looks at color as being happy mm-hmm. so anything that kind of strikes his eye and makes him feel warm and happy inside he's just like I need that I want that like on a shirt or on a pair of pants or my shoes or something so I think we kind of we kind of work together to kind of like pull inspiration from each other Great. And how about like learning how to design these pieces? Was it kind of just like a trial and error and all your idea or something like that? Or did it come through a lot of sketching and brainstorming? Um, a little bit of both. Um, starts, it starts with, with sketching. And um, once we get all the fabric and, and stuff together, then we kind of like lay it out like, okay, so let's do the print here. Let's do this, you know, a hem here. Let's bring it up a couple inches. And once we actually get the actual garment made and we get it, we get him fitted, um, that's when we do some alterations. We realize like, you know, the, the sleeves need to be a little bit longer. Let's take it in in the back. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just from, it starts from a sketch goes into an actual garment, and then we do alterations, and then it's ready to get the TV show or the music video. Awesome. Very fun. Well, hey, Coco, we're going to be taking a break, but of course we'll come back with some more questions. But I'm Maddie Rose, and you are listening to The Fame Game. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. So we're just coming back with Coco Black and we just got done talking about kind of how he evolved into the fashion industry, how he got started, his interests, of course, kind of like how there's a family relative that he's been able to observe and possibly learn a little bit from as well. And of course, inspiration for pieces, because that's always a great thing to have. But Coco, can you tell me if there has been any certain pieces or garments that you've been able to make that has been more challenging than others? Oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> um, so two years ago when we did, we did the finale number for the American, uh, American Music Awards. Mm-hmm. It was um, LMFAO doing a medley to 16 and I know it's part of the rock anthem. 
and um, there's another song. But this was when Justin Bieber came out mm-hmm. with David Hasselhoff, and Red Fu was wearing um, this leather patchwork um, jacket with matching pants. And for some reason, we all, for some reason, we could not get those tearaways to stay on him for the life of us. Mm-hmm. It took us probably two days several for several um, alterations and they kept falling down so I'm just like I didn't know what to do he's like going he's like he's about to hit the stage and the pants are still falling off and the buttons are coming off and I'm like this is like a um, a designer's like worst worst like nightmare is to have your artist go on stage with their garment about to fall off Mm -hmm. so um, but pretty much I mean like there's there's moments where actually they did really good editing and not capturing um the pants actually like slipping down <laughs> so you can see his, his boxers and the and the, the speedos that he was wearing but it was it was it was pretty i was like biting my teeth actually biting my nails the whole time so i'm like please don't fall off, please don't fall off but i mean it was like the most amazing show we had the producers come up to us afterwards saying that it was the best show that they've ever had in years and they loved the energy and the clothes and the vibe and the colors so Pretty much, I think, like, my whole team and, like, Red Food and LMFL, they did a great job in the performance. And Justin Bieber did an amazing job coming out shuffling and David Hasselhoff tearing away um, his, his suit. So, yeah, it was really fun. I think that was one of the most funnest um, award shows that I've done so far. So it was good. That's great. I actually do remember that show. And yeah, everything looked really great. And of course, the clothing just pulled it all together. But I think that Uh, is, you're welcome. But yeah, that is pretty scary when you're kind of, you know, about to send your artist on stage, I'm sure. And you're (laughs) like, um, can we just like tape it to you or something? You know, (laughs) do whatever it takes. But you know, it worked out well. So that's good. Yep. All right. So then finally, um, do you find that these projects or these garments are very time consuming when it comes down to it? Cause I'm sure that putting each individual rhinestone uh, or like, you know, the patchwork or beading or something of that sort is probably, you just got to sit there and be patient with it. Yeah. Yes, 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 definitely. Um, a lot of the pieces, I mean, good thing for, I mean, Rick, he's, he's really, um, um, he's, in his fashion, it's really out there, but he's really not that intricate with, like, a lot of his patterns. So mm-hmm. um, I do do a lot of rhinestoning for him. And not only that, I have a great team. Um, I work with another designer, Maggie Berry, that helps me a lot with a lot of my um, custom um, pieces that I do for, for Red Foo. And I also have a team that kind of sits, like, overnight crystalling all the stuff that I need, like, last minute. And so, I mean, it is very time-consuming, but definitely it's all worthwhile once you see it like on TV or up on stage. So, yeah, it's really good. Great. And I'm sure that you see that with a team, it all pulls it together because then it's not as time-consuming for one person because it's kind of like a split job. Yeah. Awesome. And speaking of creating an idea or like the garments that you create, what is the design process before you actually start sewing and gluing all the rhinestones on? Well, first... What I do is, like, um, if it's a music video, um, depending on if it's a music video or a performance or a TV appearance, um, I'll kind of get a gist of what it is that he needs. Either it's um, a suit jacket, a total suit, or if he needs, like, um, something really casual or something really flashy. And what I do is I go out and I start looking for fabric first because that's where I kind of first draw my um, my first kind of, like, inspiration. Mm -hmm. I go fabric fabric shopping um, downtown or like other vendors and kind of see what's out there and what's new. And then I come back and I, and I um, hit the drawing board and I make a few sketches here and there and alterations and stuff like that. And I, sometimes I'll show it to Fu or sometimes I like to surprise him the day of and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like look what I made for you. And sometimes he's excited, but every once in a while I'll have like a wild card where I'm just like, here, here are your options. But then here's this crazy, like, off-the-wall piece that I totally want you to wear. So sometimes he goes for it, sometimes he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But um, majority of the time, I mean, he, he definitely likes my whole, like, crazy um, creativity part of, like, creating his costumes. Awesome. And I know that you said that you kind of use sketches to kind of guide your like garment process of creating it. But have Mm -hmm. you ever had like a garment when you're creating it, you look at the reference picture and maybe it doesn't necessarily look the same. Like it went in another direction. Yeah. And sometimes 
sometimes like my sketches I'll hand it over to my seamstress and they're like, this is not possible. You <laughs> cannot have a zipper going this way or a hem here or this there. And I'm just like, well, yeah, I can. <laughs> so, so, so sometimes, sometimes I have to go through like a second person to kind of be like, come on, Coco, like, you know, we really can't do that. Or sometimes like, yeah, let's make it work and we'll see what, what can, what can come of it. Sure. And how long approximately does it take you to sketch and then create the actual clothing item? Well, there is, there's not really a time mm-hmm. process for a specific garment because I've, I've gotten calls from like at like three o'clock in the morning saying that I need a, I need like three looks for foo by 12 o'clock. So I would have to like, I mean, I can pull things together. I can, I, I think I did a whole music video in like less than 24 hours. Wow. And I dressed probably like 50, <laughs> 50, 50 dancers plus the artists. So yeah, things, things kind of get crazy once, I mean, yeah. Once I once I get a call and they're like, we need this, we need that. I'm like, oh no! So you kind of have to like, like wrangle your whole team together and like hire extra people to get stuff done. But I would probably say, um, probably like 24 hours for like a complete outfit. You know what I mean? From like, from fabric shopping to sketching to like making patterns and stuff like that. I mean, a simple 24 hours would probably be the best. That's awesome. Yeah. And I can't believe that, you know, it's, of course it'll happen. And I'm sure since you said that it has happened to you, but I mean, what do you feel like when they actually give you a call and they're like, Hey, we need like 56 outfits in less than, you know, 24 hours. Is that kind of mind boggling and you're kind of, all right, I got to get stuff together now. <laughs> um, at the very, very beginning part of my career. Yes. And I'm just like, no, it's not possible. You know what I mean? So then but I think now because the industry is just so fast-paced and, like, you kind of just need to always be on your game, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's just kind of, like, expected. So, I mean, I'm pretty much used to it. So, yeah. I'm but- pretty much used to all, like, the craziness. Like, I need this, I need that. But it's, like, yesterday. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of have to make it happen, pretty much. You just have to make it happen. Yeah, that's very cool, though. And also, do you have any favorite designers? And if they are your favorite designers, why do you like them so much? Oh, goodness. <laughs> mm, I I do have a few. John Galliano. And also, I don't really have a specific designer. I mean, I do love John Galliano, like his, his whole vibe that he takes with menswear and um, his, the the whole creative, um, the whole creative kind of like aspect or, or or like outlook on his collection that he has, like in, in a whole. But I think I draw like my inspiration from like time periods. I mm-hmm. definitely love like <clears throat> the '80s and then also going back towards like the 1940s and 1920s and like doing a lot of kind of. Um, there's a collection that I'm doing now. It's kind of like a throwback to like 1920s, 1940s, doing a lot of pinup stuff for my, my own personal collection. But I mean, I think I draw more from like time periods rather than a specific designer. Okay, awesome. And like speaking more about your fashion career, do you have any goals in the future that you'd like to accomplish? Um, yes. Um, as of right now, I um, just barely started my own collection called Coco Black. And um, I will be launching it in the next few months and hopefully, I mean, definitely, like, in the near future, I, I want a full-on collection. And uh, just kind of, like, be, like, probably, like, the best that I can be, like, as a designer and uh, and also now creating my own clothing my own clothing line and just creating a brand and just enjoying the people, like, wear my clothes and kind of being inspired by everyone around me. I think that's one of, like, the main things is, like, having a really successful clothing line. Awesome. Well, I know that's always a very important thing is to kind of get your work out there and do your best and stuff like that. So that's awesome that it's working out well for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, hey, Coco, we also have to take another break right now. So we'll come back with some more questions. But I'm Maddie Rose and you're listening to The Thinking. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation with Coco Black. So, Coco, um, I also heard that you're going to be in Australia, and you just got back from Australia to do some live shows. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, definitely. So Red Fu from LMFAO is one of the new judges on X Factor Australia. We were there, I would probably say, about two, um, two months ago for about a month. We were doing auditions in Sydney, and we had auditions in Melbourne. Um, the, the contestants out there, and like he was judging, um, he's on the panel with um, Ronnie Keating, uh, Danny Minogue and Nat Bass, and they are just amazing, amazing people. First, first off, they they welcomed us with like open arms, and they were just so friendly and so kind, and also really, like so excited to have Red Fu like on their panel. And they're just like, we're ready for like a party vibe to be on this panel. <laughs> and we saw amazing talents there in Australia. Everyone's just so friendly. It was like kind of shocking. <laughs> <gasps> That's awesome. Have you ever been to Australia before this? This was my first trip, actually, to Australia, and I enjoyed it a lot. Nice. Uh, the people, the food. I think I probably gained a few pounds while I was there, but, I mean, <laughs> it was well worth it. It was well, well, well worth it. I'm sure. I've never been to Australia, and it always seems like a cool little place to go to. Yeah, it was fun. But I didn't, but, this, but that trip, I didn't, get, I didn't get to see, like, any, like, kangaroos. Oh, I know. You you expect when you go to Australia, you'd see a few. I know, right? They're just everywhere. (laughs) At least that's what I hear, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome, though. And I also heard that you're doing a web series. Yes. So um, I am doing a web series. Um, I have um, a TV show, a web series that's going to be coming out. And it's pretty much, well, it's called, like, well, I don't know what the the title is yet, but... um, it's pretty much following like me and my crazy life, like as a stylist and a designer for for Red Foo and also for def- different um, other celebrities and my crazy life here in Hollywood and as as I travel the world and and just all the craziness and the shenanigans that I get myself into. Awesome! <laughs> it should be fun though. I'm sure. Um, my producer Bruce has always told me that you're really busy and you have lots of 
cool designs to make, of course. So, <laughs> yeah, nice though. But how about um, this year's fashion trends? Do you have any insight for that? This year's fashion trend? Yes, or this summer's more so. This summer. You know, the funny thing is, okay, you know what? Summer is always going to be bright colors. So I'm, I love, like, the neon colors, the neon, like, the highlighter yellows and the, the orange and the greens. Those are always going to be in for the summer. <clears throat> but for, like, print-wise, you can never go wrong with, like, animal print. Mm-hmm. Nice. I know. I've seen lots of people wearing the the neon colors, and I'm a big fan of neon, too. So, like you said, I don't think you could go really wrong with that. No, not at all. Awesome. And, you know, for other people, why would you say fashion is important generally in life? I think I feel that fashion helps express an individual's person, their self. And... I, I, and not only that, it's just kind of like, for me, it's like, an, it's like an outlet. It's just got like a way of me to kind of like letting the world know like who I am as a person or as a designer or as a stylist or just like me in my, my, my crazy, my crazy, crazy life. Um, I think fashion in general. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was the question again? Sorry about that. I'm just like, oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, I just said why fashion is important generally. Why fashion is important generally. Well, I mean, yeah, I think fashion is always going to be important, um, no matter if no matter if you're in the industry or not in the industry. And I think for me, being in the industry helps a lot because a lot of the music that I listen to dictates like what I wear. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool though. But yes, I definitely believe the same that you know, fashion kind of helps everybody express their individuality. And then, of course, yeah. fashion is fun though because then you get to create your own styles. This is true. Yes. Do you have like a personal style of yours that you typically like to wear or? Honestly, no. No? Just... <laughs> My style is just really crazy. One day I can wear like, like a, one day like I'll wear a suit and tie. The next day I'll have like Bermuda shorts and a tank top. And the next day I'll probably have some like cowboy boots with like, you know, a crazy jacket. So my, I think my look and my style is just kind of really like eclectic. Whatever it is that my mood is that day, that's what I want to dress. Either if it's like dressing up or kind of a relaxed look or something really fashion forward, it all varies from day to day. Awesome. And have you ever had a chance to wear some of your own designs? Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, I'm wearing, I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing like a tank top that I, I designed. Um, that's in my new collection that I haven't released yet. So, and also like I'm wearing some like drop crotch, um, the freak pants that, um, I designed as well. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> and is there anything special that you're working on right now? Like as a piece or a creation right now, or just kind of all over the place? <laughs> I think right now I'm just kind of like all over the place. I have to have at least 60 custom pieces for foo for red foo by the time I hit Australia in August. Wow. (laughs) So it's kind of crazy. So, yeah. So while I'm talking with you, I'm actually fabric shopping at the same time. So multitasking is always the best in this industry. Of course. You can't go wrong with multitasking. You get more stuff done. So Yes. That's awesome. And how about, like, living in Hollywood? What is that like? (laughs) It's... It's just like how you see it on TV. No, I'm joking. No, it actually <laughs> really is. Um, it's fun. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, I have a lot of a lot of my friends um, live in Hollywood. So whenever I can kind of like step away from like my my design studio, I can just you know grab some like some tacos right down the street at the, the taco truck or something. Or like you'll never know like who you who you run into while you're shopping or out and about. I think like the other day I saw um, who did I. See? Um, it was, I think it was like, oh, I forgot that. Um, well, cha- um, what's his name? Channing Tatum? Tatum Channing? What's his name? Sorry, I haven't ate all day, so my, my, my mind is just kind of like a blur. It's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, but like, well, while you're like roaming the streets of Hollywood, you'll never know what kind of celebrities that you'll, like, run into. So it's kind of fun. I love living in Hollywood. It's definitely a fast-paced life and something that I'm definitely used to. 
Yeah, and it keeps you interested, right? What was that? And it keeps you interested, right? Because like you said, you never know what you're going to see. So it's kind of like a little surprise each and every day. Yes. <laughs> you know what? A, a funny a funny little little thing that I actually learned today. Mm-hmm. I was talking to like my um my manager and in my building um Brad Pitt my building when he first started when he first and I was just I'm like, wow, I'm like that's so cool. my like, I was trying to say it's like lived in like the same actual apartment that I live in but I Awesome. And also, what would your advice be to others who want to pursue a career in fashion? I definitely always would want and inspire kids to always follow their dreams, no matter what it is. Either if it's fashion or acting or whatever. Whatever your passion is, just go for it and then just put it out there in the universe and, like, always always be determined and, hard, and work hard at it, you know what I mean? Because you never, you never know what, uh, what kind of an impact that you can have on other people's lives, either if it's, like, if you're talented vocally or time-wise or mentoring or teaching. I think whatever it is that you passionately want to do overall in the future, just go for it. Awesome. And finally, how can others contact you or learn more about you or your collection or any of the projects that you're working on right now? As of right now, I have a website. You can um, find find some of my um, collections and also some of the stuff that I've done in the past and some of the stuff I'm currently working on at cocoblack.com, which is K-O-C-O-B-L-A-Q. And you also, you also can find me on Twitter at the same name and also Instagram. I have a Facebook page as well. So, yes, you can totally follow, follow me and see where my shenanigans end up uh, <laughs> in Australia or, like, everywhere around the world and see what kind of celebrities I'll be working with. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Coco, for coming on and taking the time out of your busy day to go ahead and talk to me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. Well, let's take a break right now. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to be finishing up our final segment Um, We have a song of the week to top this segment off, but regardless of that, we're going to talk more about fashion because I feel that going on to a random topic just wouldn't finish off our show very well like this will. But yes, it was a great, great, great interview with Coco Black. It's amazing that we got to talk to him, though, because he seems to work with a lot of well-known names and he's making it really big in Hollywood. So yeah, it was a nice little addition to our list of interviews that we've ever had. So we can definitely check that one off. I know. I say it's always on my bucket list, but they kind of evolve in my bucket list and then I check them off. But yeah, pretty cool, though. So anyways, getting into kind of like my fashion a little bit you're like oh my dear Maddie what is your fashion like I promise it's not scary or anything like that but yes I happen to be a little bit more on the girly side like I said I do have those times where it's just like yes I want to truck when I grow up and yes I do archery and things like that so I still have those little I don't know just like from having two big brothers you still have those little boyish things like I I can fish I can cook, which is everybody's favorite thing to do, really. It's versatile. But um, other than that, getting into more about my fashion. So like I said, it's a little bit more on the girly side. Um, I like dresses. That's not a really a big surprise. People are like, I've never seen you not in a dress. But I promise I wear more things than dresses. It's not all dresses all the time. I'm a big fan, big, big, big fan of shorts during the summer, especially when Arizona and it's like 114 degrees. I don't think I could wear jeans I mean I have to sometimes but when I don't have to I'll most likely just wear shorts because it's it's better it's kind of like beach wear and then um I love tank tops and crop tops and things like that uh just like lots of blouses I like like me and Coco were talking about I really like the neon colors, really bright colors. I try to stay away from like black, brown, and white just because I'm so fair-skinned. So when I don't have a tan, it looks like like black. It's a little bit older in a sense. But then there are some times when I will wear black. But again, it's just I like having colorful clothing because it just kind of shows off my personality. And I'm, I would like to say that I'm a colorful person because I can be interesting sometimes. As you can see on this show, sometimes I just rant about things and get into some interesting conversations but anyways um yeah so as for like a casual wear I would probably be a toss-up between shorts and jeans and then of course a nice blouse sometimes I like to wear for like shoes um anything from like sneakers to flats to sandals to wedges sometimes heels too because I'm just like that I'll just pick one of them and see which one works But I have to say, when it comes to sneakers, though, I'm not picky with sneakers, but I kind of am, though, too. So I I don't think that I've worn anything other than Converse, really. Uh, I like Converse, personally. My brothers really like Vans before, but I'm honestly not, like, a huge wearer of Vans. But I personally like um, Converse, though. They'd be my pick. And then when it comes down to, um, like, hair and stuff like that, my hair is almost naturally straight, but I barely wear it straight. Only sometimes do I wear it straight, and that is because I run out of time. (laughs) But other than that, I will find the time to curl my hair. I just think it looks nice, and I like having curly hair. I wonder what it would be like to have, like, actual, like, natural curly hair, which a lot of people do, and then, like, having to straighten it, too. So, sometimes we kind of have, like, 
a 50 50 feeling of that because people with straight hair they're like oh I wish my hair was always perfectly curled or something like that but then some people with curly hair don't really um favor that too much so they're like I wish my hair was perfectly straight but I'm happy with what I was given straight hair and I don't mind curling it so just those little things like that but yes it's summertime though so I've just seen lots of prints and colors and shorts and crop tops and things like that it's always so fun in the summertime because then you can start wearing cooler clothing whereas in the winter you kind of gotta like bundle down and I'm probably wearing quite a few layers because even though we're in Arizona there are times during the winter and fall that it does get very chilly and very cold that requires more than just a long sleeve shirt jeans and boots jackets maybe another one under my big jacket with hoods yes so, like I said, I guess it just depends what I'm wearing throughout the season, but it's kind of funny, though, because even though the winter time it gets really cold, since we go, I go to a uniform school, I still wear skirts throughout that time. I tried wearing pants, then I'm like, I just don't like it. Like, I didn't feel comfortable in, like, uniform pants, so I just, like, froze a little bit but I wore lots of sweaters and things like that so it wasn't too bad though I have to say but yes if I had to pick a store that most described my fashion sense it'd be a mixture between a few stores I like forever 21 they have some really good stuff there if you've ever heard of a store called Exi, they um actually sort their clothing by colors and I love a bunch of their stuff in there because if I'm looking for something blue I can just like run over and look at the blue section that's kind of how charming charlie's are too because with earrings it depends on what I'm wearing also I'll wear big earrings small earrings but I guess it just depends on the mood and stuff but charming charlie's color coats every single thing and they show you what goes with what and they sell more than jewelry they sell scarves and different things like that so it's kind of fun, though, if you tell me. I like shopping, and, I mean, they're pretty, though. There's pretty stuff out there, and I like going into places and be like, oh, my gosh, this is something that I would totally wear. So, yeah, just a few of those stores that I would say I like to kind of see a bunch of stuff. I feel like I'm missing more stores that would describe me. I just can't, like, think of them off the top of my head right now. But, yeah, I would say Forever 21 and XI right now. But, yes. And then, of course, like with summer, I would recommend to wear sunscreen and all that good stuff, too. That's why, like, in my foundation that I use, there's an SPF in it. So my skin is at least being taken care of. And your skin can get really dry in um, Arizona. So it's nice to hydrate and things like that. But hopefully that gives you a little bit about my fashion sense and style. It's kind of like my more condensed little description I would say but anyways we're gonna have a song of the week and it's called original by Owl City so thanks so much for joining us you have been listening to the fame game I'm Maddie Rose this show has been produced for the Kid Star for the Voice America Kids Radio Network thanks for listening and we'll be with you again next week bye way back before she hit the scene and she became the indie queen she was a girl with nothing big to say her mouth was full of silver spoons singing her dime a dozen tunes till she came up with something new to play a girl so scarred
folded in. That was the way her life had been till she decided to be someone else. She wants, she wants, she wants to be original. She will, she will become something remarkable. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? What's done? She has to pull. She'll be remade as somebody original. Somebody original. Somebody original. Somebody original. Thank you again for listening to the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 